Hey, chiropractors, welcome to Modern Chiropractic Mastery with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing, business, and professional growth with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, docs, welcome to another episode of Modern Chiropractic Mastery. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I have our resident SEO specialist, Darcy Sullivan. And we're going to discuss ChatGPT. Yeah, everybody's hearing about it. We have to do an episode on it. We really try to relate it uh, to the chiropractic profession, marketing, even you know, clinical side of things. We dive into a lot of different aspects of what this could mean. I think a lot of other professions are really freaking out about it because it could, uh, in theory, replace them. I feel really good about it not replacing us as chiropractors. And it really could be something that enhances things. Uh, for your practice. And we're going to dive into some of the things, you know, that you need to know. And it's a moving target. As we know with ChatGPT, uh, as this was recorded, it could change a day or a week or, you know, an hour. It's just improving and or, and there's some hiccups with it, but we wanted to make sure we talked about it from a chiropractic uh, perspective. And so we uh, we do that in this episode. And, and I thought we touched on a lot of good aspects of it. And Darcy brought a lot of good information on what to expect and, and what you can currently, you know, do with it. And so uh, we dive into that. Uh, before we do, just give you a little bit of kind of housekeeping updates uh, here at MCM. We've had a, a good month of January. It's been fun to, to see a lot of things that we're doing. We, uh, you know, we started our monthly contributions, donations to Clinical Compass. And so every month we're donating um, 20, effectively 20% of our profits. And we do try to follow the profit first model as close as possible. So there are profits, right? That could always be funny where say, yeah, we're going to give like 50% of our profits, but there's no profits. Sounds great. But, uh, <laughs> uh so we are, uh, donating each month to clinical compass. We believe in what they're doing, you know, and, and obviously at MCM here, we put clinical first and we try to make that the bedrock of our uh, colleagues and, and, and the, you know, the members we have and our audience, we really try to make sure that that is first and then everything is built upon that. And Clinical Compass is doing a lot to uh, further the research on what it is that we do. So we're excited to start that in January. Uh, we have our chief marketing officer now. Uh, you're going to hear from her. Uh, she's awesome. Melissa's uh, great. And we have a whole podcast on that, so you'll check that out. And we're really looking at how we can improve our clients' uh, experience and the marketing that we're doing for them. So a, a lot of our listeners know uh, we are equal parts coaching, uh, marketing done for you, and now we actually have launched um, team trainings, uh, which I want to kind of segue to as well. We had our first set of team trainings for our members, and it was for Front Desk. Uh, we had Krista Kippenberger, who you've probably um, heard on the podcast, and her husband is Kurt, who is one of our associate coaches, but she led the Front Desk training for our members' Front Desk folks, and we had a really good attendance on those and did a ton of great feedback. And, and then in February, we have Cassie Holm is going to be doing uh, team trainings for clinical CAs, and so we've added that this year, which we're really excited about. And so we're continuing to grow, to involve, make the offering that we have for chiropractors even better. 
and making sure that you're no longer left on that island and you've got everything from coaching from me and Kurt and and then also the marketing done for you from our marketing team and then team trainings for your team. And so that way you really just have a support system for your practice. And it's been fun to see that come to fruition as well. So it's been a busy start to the year in 2023. We're excited about it. And we're going to continue to look at ways that we can help you out and have a thriving practice. So without further ado, here is my interview with Darcy Sullivan on ChatGPT. All right, I got Darcy Sullivan again, uh, our resident SEO specialist and kind of all things search. And I like to have her on just to give us updates on certain things. And if you've uh, if you've listened to anything on the news or social media, you've probably heard of ChatGPT. And so we're going to really kind of explore the impact of AI in digital marketing and really having a look at ChatGPT. There are some other tools, but we're going to we're going to focus on that today because uh, it's obviously um, caught uh, fire over the last uh, month or two. And so I wanted to bring some of the insights to you as, as chiropractors and no one better to do that than Darcy. So welcome to the show today. Well, thank you. Yes, I'm excited to be here. And this is definitely a very hot topic right now. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, I didn't even know what it was at first. And then I started diving into it. And I've been emailing our team here at MCM and you included like, all right, we need to to start diving into this. Then I finally jumped on it, but it wouldn't let me uh, actually do anything. So let's start out with that. Like what's going on with the fact that so many, I guess so many people are using it that you can't even get on it half the time. Oh my goodness. So many people are using it that yes, it crossed 1 million users within a week of its launch, which is just bananas. And yeah. uh, people are saying just like you that they're having issues getting on, or there's issues when they're using it, but it's it's a system that you definitely want to at least try to jump in and play with uh, because it's really going to shape the future of technology. Yeah, I, I think so. I've, I've watched a couple of videos on it and it's definitely, I've, you know, because we've been hearing about the AI. Um, I, I listen to particular podcasts that talk about super intelligence and are, is it going to be more intelligent than humans and you know, the whole thing down the road. And, and I felt like this was that kind of first inflection point where you're like, Oh, okay. This could start to speed up the reality of, of AI. And, and before we dive into the details of it, uh, just kind of what is chat GPT? Like, I know people probably heard of it, but they're like, okay, what the heck is this thing? Is it the, is it the next Snapchat? Is it the next fad or whatever? But, but what is chat GPT? Okay. So not to get too technical here, but ChatGPT is a large-scale language model developed by OpenAI, and it's based on GPT, which is Generative Pre-Training Transformer Architecture, which was trained on massive database of text from the internet. But that was the internet up until... 2021. So what does this mean? Because that just sounds like a whole bunch of googly garb if you right? I don't yeah, want anybody heads to yeah. start spinning. But basically you can go to you can test and play with chat GPT, which is currently free. 
And you can give it prompts just as you would go to a regular chat. But you can, I'll give you some examples. You can go to it and say, can you give me 10 titles for a blog post about how chiropractic care can help with back pain? You can ask it to write the HTML for a mortgage calculator. So, right, like a seven-year-old could go on and say, hey, can you write the HTML for a mortgage calculator? That's crazy. And I want to stop you. I want to stop you right there for a second because I just want to, I I don't want to bypass that because that's where, yeah, that's where the ramifications of this is, is really what's being so hyped is the fact that, you know, we go to school for many, many, many years and then hopefully like if you're doing, like you said, you know, HTML coding, like that's a, a very unique skill set that very few people have that you have to get a lot of training in. And, and now literally, like you said, a seven-year-old can do it. And it, it harkens back for me and, and you and I are probably of the same age group where I remember we'd be in school and, and let's say we're, you know, in, in second or third grade. And your teacher would be like, you got to learn this math because you're not going to always have a calculator with you, right? Yeah, and, and we now laugh now. And now you Yeah, it now it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of funny now because like you literally have a calculator on you plus many other things all the time. And that's a, a little bit of a, a, a dumber down version of this. Now, you literally wouldn't have, as this progresses, because it's going to progress and get even better because it's got some flaws now that we'll discuss, but you, you literally wouldn't have to have HTML training formally anymore and so you start to think about like everybody hears about how college is be is is like past its time and stuff like that well yeah like this could start to really make that a reality in in certain respects so it's got a lot of real world implications obviously we're going to try to focus a little bit more down in the marketing um but sorry interrupting i just wanted to kind of get the the audience to understand why this has become such a big deal Yeah. And just to give a couple other examples, like you could tell it to write a poem for you about a sunrise. You could tell it to write a rap song for you about a subject. And then once it writes it for you, you can tell it, okay, rewrite it, but make it sound British. (laughs) That's awesome. So you can build off of it though, Mm. which is interesting, right? Like you can say, oh, you gave me a topic on this. Can you give me five more topics? Or you're going to give a presentation on a specific topic. Can you help me outline it? What are some other points that I should include? So it's very conversational in the way that you're giving it direction. And it's okay with you misspelling a word, which I think is interesting. Because like you could type in, can you give me an example of blah, blah, blah. Or explain quantum computing in simple terms like that's just mind-blowing so it's crazy in the fact that writing essays is going to change right because i don't even have any idea how schools are handling this introduction but you know you can use it in ways that are just so creative that it's going to start to transform everything it is and, and i was listening to something on it as well where I think what could be the great combination, and this isn't just my opinion, but there's going to there's gonna be some necessary facilitation from a person. And they said that um, the prompts that you give it are very important. So you could give it very poor prompts, 
or you could actually be a skilled human at giving it really good prompts and it's going to generate a better end result for that. So they, they talked about like, you might get these humans that are really good at prompting a chat GPT or any other type of, you know, AI. And that person would have a unique, the human would have a unique skill set in prompting, which could position you as a particular type of expert. And so uh, it, it may, it's going to look different. AI is going to replace maybe humans in certain ways, but it's going to, it, it could, you got to almost look at it as it's going to be like a team effort between human and, and AI. And it has to be right now. It will give you some information that's inaccurate. It will give you some information that's dated. It it does have systems built into it. Like if you ask it, tell me a joke about a female, it'll say, oh, you know, we're, I can't do that. Or if you ask it, tell me how to hotwire a car, it'll say mm -hmm. we can't do that. But there are people are already figuring out prompts to get around things, yeah. you know, um, as they always will. But yeah, it's going to, in the future, will AI get rid of some jobs? Yes. Will it? transform some other jobs responsibilities yes and will there be new skill sets that are going to become extremely valuable that nobody had ever thought of before like writing the right props yeah yeah it's gonna be interesting i and i think as a i'll i'll give it from a clinical perspective and then we'll we'll dive back into kind of the marketing stuff but um you know we we joke around about dr google right patients come into our practices and and they've got this laundry list of diagnoses from from dr google and and that's um been very flawed um as this say chat gpt gets better um you know your patients are going to probably come in with much better understanding of what they've got going on because uh, it, it will be refined to the point where you know, that particular person is going to be able to give all of their signs and symptoms of what they've got going on and what they did to cause it and this and that and the other thing. And it's, uh, and I mean, Chad GPT is probably going to spit out a better answer than, than a lot of doctors would. Um, and they're going to come in pretty well prepared. So I think as providers, we need to consider that and that's going to, that's going to happen. It's going to be kind of probably a pain in the ass as well. <laughs> Um, so I just wanted to kind of throw that little caveat out there, uh, uh, for our chiropractors of like, look, you, you need to look at it from this perspective, because actually I saw someone post in one of the Facebook groups that I'm part of, and, uh, it's a chiropractic Facebook group and, and, and a pretty well-known, uh, chiropractic researcher had actually asked Chad GPT a handful of questions around chiropractic. And honestly, it gave pretty good answers, but what I could like what I would have seen out of that, what, what the answers were, um, I would have liked to um, interject a little bit of my uh, nuances to it or make it a little bit more digestible and things of that nature. So it definitely it needed some work, but it was pretty damn good. Uh, you know, like it, it gave it gave pretty good answers. It wasn't wrong in a lot of ways. So, um, the, you know, it's going to be something I think. Uh, prospective patients are going to utilize as well. Yes. And I think you said something interesting there because you mentioned Dr. Google, but you have to keep in mind that Microsoft invested in OpenAI, which is what owns ChatGPT. And Microsoft is reportedly planning to launch a version of B 
being that uses chat GPT to answer search queries. So this is just crazy, right? Because Google has been the front runner for such a long time. Mm -hmm. Is Microsoft Bing going to become the next Google? No, but it does mean a handful of things. Mm -hmm. One, they're going to end up taking over more market share than they currently have. Um, last month, we put together a guide, a chiropractor's guide to optimizing your Bing places for local SEO, because you might as well take 10, 15 minutes and it's Bing's version of Google business profile. Like you might as well go ahead and start positioning yourself where we know there's going to be some changes. And Google issued a code red about... Chat GPT. Like that's that's huge. So what does that mean? That means Google's gonna be throwing in crazy amount of resources. So everything could be changing. And Google's been pretty tight lipped about what that might look like. So it's things are gonna get very interesting. All right, Docs, here is a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors, and you can sign up for that at bit.ly, B-I-T slash Propel M-C-M. That is bit.ly, B-I-T Propel M-C-M, Modern Chiropractic Marketing, right? And so check out that link, and we're going to have you go over five SEO secrets to owning the first page of Google uh, without buying ads. And Darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly slash propel MCM for the one hour free workshop. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's just a microcosm of, of the world. I'm a, it's interesting. I always have one step in the future, but I love the past. I love history. I, I read a ton of history. And it's like my passion, but I, I've also got a passion towards the future stuff. And I, you know, I keep track of people like Peter Diamandis, who writes books about what the next 10, 20, 30 years are going to look like, uh, listen to podcasts around it. And, and there's definitely this, um, you know, disruption that's occurring and the next 10 or 15 years are going to be very tricky and we're going to have to adapt to it. My, my wife and I were actually just talking about that. We have a almost three-year-old and an almost one-year-old. And it's like, you know, try to predict what we would like for them to, you know, potentially do as a profession is comical at this point. And <laughs> I think I have a pretty decent understanding of how crazy it's going to be in 20 years when they're adults. And so it's like, what would be traits I would like them to have? You know, it's got to be desire to learn, adaptability, confidence, uh, you know, like there's leadership skills. I, I think that's where I'm looking at for myself and for say my kids, because things are just getting so haywire right now and our ability to adapt to it is going to be very important. I do think as chiropractors, we're fortunate because the one thing AI can't do is, is say physical medicine, right? Or like what we would, you know, yeah. manual therapies and manipulation, rehab, 
they can definitely spit out, do these exercises at home, um, but they just can't. I mean, AI and, and, and robots are going to have a really hard time doing what we do. So luckily, that's the case. Yeah, I think that that is amazing. I think kind of one of the biggest takeaways is that you, you want to look at how you can leverage this in a way that doesn't look cookie cutter, in a way that you're brand's personality is still shown through, but yet you are leveraging it because it's a great additional tool to have in your toolbox. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And I think um, chiropractors could start util utilizing it. You know, we're starting to look at it, how we can utilize it for our chiropractic members on the, on the marketing side of things um, and, and see where we can help our members out to, to get a grasp of this, get ahead of it, uh, implement it. Uh, but what are you seeing how chiropractors can start using these AI tools now and, and kind of the outlook for the future? So I think that they're a really great place to do workshopping and brainstorming. Simple examples could be if you give it the prompt, give me 10 catchy titles for a blog post on chiropractic care and back pain. And you're going to read them and you're going to think five of them are horrible, three are okay, and then you can ask them for 20 more. Or you can say, give me more that sound like the one that you like. You can use it to say, hey, I have a blog post about a specific topic or the title is a blog post. Provide me with 10 social media prompts to promote it. Mm -hmm. They're not all going to be good. But here, what we're doing is we're saying that we know that its limitations are, that it doesn't have information past a certain date. And so... Asking it to give you some catchy titles is a great way to use it because you're not asking it for information that was just posted online yesterday. Yeah. You can also use it to, this one I like a lot. Mm -hmm. We know for SEO standpoint that it's great to, get, to gain reviews online and that you should be replying to your Google reviews. But a lot of chiropractors have very stale replies to the reviews. Mm -hmm. So you can give it a couple examples of reviews that people have left for you and ask it to give you some examples of responses. <laughs> and one thing that I like is that you just don't ask it for one. You ask yeah. it for 10 or 12. Um, that way you've got like some decent needs to be edited, but some great responses for reviews that aren't just like, thanks for leaving a five-star review, you know? Yeah. Um, I also like it if you need to rewrite content or if like you have an idea of wording and you think it sounds that it could sound better, you can ask it to rewrite it to sound better. Sometimes it's going to sound they're going to do a good job. Sometimes it's not going to do a good job. So you have to remember to review everything. If it's writing copy for you, you can't just go and use that copy because it's not going to sound personalized to your brand, yeah. but it can really help some of us that get stuck in our head on, oh, I don't know what to write about this one little thing. I would not use it to write a whole blog post um, by any means, but you can use it to, again, help you rewrite certain copy or help you outline your thoughts and organize them in ways that maybe you haven't thought of before. Yeah. One of the things that fascinated me, because I've written a few books and, and, the tricky part about writing a book is you have to start from zero and, and build. And, and a good way of writing a book is to just really 
right and right and right and right and right. And you get a lot of information. And then you you get this big, you know, word salad that has some organization. And then you parse it out and cut things out and reorganize some things. Um, whereas with Chat GPT, you could probably just, you know, skip that going, you know, building from nothing up. You could uh, prompt it and it starts spitting out. And then you can carve out what you want. And so you're not starting from scratch per se. And I could see that being a big benefit for not even just writing books, but like writing blogs or, you know, even, uh, I mean, responding to emails and stuff like that is it's just like, it's really, it's, it's kind of endless. It, it really is. And I, I think that we're going to see it, you know, spit out things that we've never thought of that we could get help with before. Now, like we said, right now it's free. Is it always going to be free? Probably not. So now's a good time to play with it. And just, but you have to remember, like, you should never use the information directly as it's spit out to you, yeah. that you have to give it those very good directions and prompts. And you can even tell, like, if you ask it a question or to give you specific information and it sounds off, you can reword the way that you're asking it. Mm -hmm. um, and that it's not going to directly reflect current topics. So you wouldn't ask it to do specific SEO tasks that require data from the past year or two, right? Yeah. Um, but in order to like help you and guide and write things like prompts or write catchy, catchy things, I think it's a really great place to, again, just brainstorm and, and workshop or mm -hmm. ask it for an outline if you were going to write a blog post about a specific topic and you'll look at the outline that it gives and say, eh, well, I could amp this up by adding a section on this and adding a section on that. Let me ask you a question because there's obviously there's SEO um, aspects of say your YouTube and you shoot a video and obviously you could, there's transcription video or video transcription softwares out there that we've known about. Those get a little clunky and, and it's always weird transcribing uh, audio because it's not, it doesn't come out like in a written format per se. Um, but could you, like, if you shot a video on headaches, right? Could you just prompt something about headaches, take that copy, you know, spruce it up a little bit, cut some stuff out, and then put that into the description, say, of the video for potentially you, for SEO benefits? You could. Like, you can ask it to write a description. So if you were like, oh, I need to improve my Google business profile description. Well, I know that that's 750 characters currently. If I give it the directive of, I am a chiropractic company in this area, please write me a description, make sure you include specific stuff. It's going to spit something out for you. Is it going to be yeah. good or is it going to be bad? You, mm -hmm. you don't know what you're going to get. Um, so I, I, again, it's a, it's a tool. It's never going to yeah. replace humans and you can't tell it like, you can't think, oh, I'm going to record um, a video on headaches and I want to know what is current with what people are searching on related to this information because it's not there yet. Um, but you could have it outline what you could talk about during your video. You know, if you, you need a couple bullet points to get you through or topics like that. So there's definitely so many different ways that you can currently use it. And Given how many current users there currently are mm -hmm. and how much money is going into this, like yeah. we just don't know where it'll be in months yeah. or years. It's going to keep on getting better. That's for sure. So, uh, cool. I know we might have mentioned some, but uh, what are, if there's any other mistakes to avoid 
um, when using AI tools like ChatGPT? Yeah, so you'll notice if you get in it and play with it, if you ask it some really specific questions, it it might not answer it right time out. So really one of, it, one of the key things is to make sure that you're asking better questions. And sometimes you might need to go wider with your question and then narrow it down. Like instead of asking something specific to what a chiropractor should do about something, maybe if you just ask in general and then it like gets on that topic and then you can narrow it down and re-ask about how that relates to a chiropractor. Um, you never again want to use exactly what it spits out to you yep. um, because there could be errors. So you definitely need to fact check. You need to make sure that it represents your variant, which it might not if it's just being spit out. Um, and, you know, we know the future and we know Google is going to be growing. You don't, again, just you don't want to just say, hey, write a page for me for my website or write this for me and assume it's done because a robot did it. Yeah. Yeah, no, you definitely got to, put your human element to it. Um, and there's just so many nuances as well. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. It's interesting. Um, it, I will keep up with it for sure. Um, what are, is there any kind of predictions you have in the next five years or so with this? Uh, any thoughts on it at least? Well, I think customer service is going to be different. The way people schedule and book appointments, what happens when somebody calls into your office all of that, you know, the fact that you're going to be able to say my audience would prefer to hear from a person with this tone of voice could be auto-generated and having the responses that they, you know, it's going to be to the point where you call somebody and you're not getting the automated response that you're getting now that's guiding you to the wrong path where you get frustrated and want to throw your phone at the wall. Yeah. It It's, it's going to be completely different. So... That's a good point. And I, so I think there is some operational things that could happen in your chiropractic clinic, you know, cause they're, you know, for instance, uh, we have a mastermind member who's really automated his front desk, doesn't have a person there, um, isn't using AI, but I was joking around in our group text about that. I was like, I can't wait for, you know, so-and-so to, uh, implement chat GPT in his front desk. And he's like, I'm, I'm looking at it, you know, and because yeah, you could have the voice and it's, it seems like a real person. You could also leverage it, right? Like if you needed two systems to talk together, instead of going out and spending an exuberant amount with a company to do the integration, you're going to be able to find people that didn't used to be programmers that are able to leverage this. Like we gave that example with a seven-year-old being able to create a mortgage calculator. So that changes everything for you, right? If you have two different systems that need to be communi- that need to communicate with each other, you don't want to switch over a huge system to something else. You might have solutions that didn't exist prior. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think another thing from a clinical standpoint, chiropractors out there um, could probably start leveraging it to um, self-educate. Honestly, right? Um, whether it's clinically, you know, you maybe you're not too sharp on TMD and you could start asking and prompting different questions, getting information, aggregating it, cross-checking. Like it really almost could be your, um, your own little schooling. 
you you could probably touch up on finances as well so you get better at your practice finance like there's a lot probably a lot of ways you could self-teach there there are and like you even hear people that are putting together legal briefs using this so if you needed something like that written up or a contract written up that maybe you would have outsourced before maybe you don't maybe you won't need to in the future Actually, you know, it's funny because that, that was a topic brought on one of the podcasts. It, it said the legal field is going to have a, a real interesting time because, you know, think about it, you know what what goes into the legal system now as far as you, you're expecting a person to understand all these different cases. And well, I mean, it's just and it's really hard to do that. Now you could literally aggregate it from an AI and they could give you every uh, case and every result and, and every I mean, it's just all the legal nuances and it spits it out. And I mean, how would that not be better than some guy that might have some wisdom because, you know, he or she's been around for 30 years, but how much stuff can you keep in one brain, right? Yeah, it's it's going to be very, very interesting and everybody's job roles are going to need to adjust. Yeah, so pardon the pun. No, I'm just <laughs> um <laughs> Well, listen, I, I always appreciate you having on. I, I wanted to start this conversation. It's obviously never going to be a full conversation because it's changing every day. Um, but we're going to try to stay ahead of it uh, here at MCM. I know you are. And we'll keep on updating our chiropractors as we go along. Um, if anybody wants to connect with you, find out more about what you're doing, how can they find you? Uh, propelyourcompany.com. Perfect. And you're in our show notes and all that stuff anyway. And so we'll put it in there. Thanks again. And uh, hopefully we can grow with this and, and integrate it into what we're doing and leverage it and, and not be scared of it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me today. This was fun. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you want to make the shift from busy, broke, and broken to time-free and cash-confident, or you just want to continue with the exponential growth, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Look at the MCM Mastery tab, watch the short video on there, and check out what we are doing now for evidence-informed chiropractors. We are equal parts coaching and marketing done for you. Yes, you shoot some videos. We help you with campaign strategies and ideas and really become a thought leader in your community. You shoot those videos, you send them to us. We produce, edit, and brand them to you. Then we distribute them through all of your channels. We also take them and we turn it into one good blog per month. And every other month, we have Darcy Sullivan producing a robust blog with a topic that you pick from her database to help with your SEO. So we essentially become your content marketing agency to make sure your practice is always having ethical, elegant content marketing to help grow your practice. On the coaching side, we also help you with everything from marketing ideas to business, communications, finances, anything practice growth and really try to help prevent you from being stuck on that island. And we hold you accountable. We have a great group of doctors that are just doing amazing things. And we look forward to help you out to take that next step in your practice. So again, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com and learn more.